what it is what it do with your girl mocha tv before we get into this i want to start off with my quote who i am is everything but who you think i am is nothing i said it to say this keep your head held high know your worth and be you today's topic is their mistakes but my life um you know i'm gonna speak about being in foster care the feelings the emotions um how it physically destroys us i want to talk about you know the 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 pain that we feel about not not having our parents um and just you know just how what what our minds go through on a daily um growing up i'm gonna speak about me you know how i do my segments i talk about me i reflect into my life um i give y'all advice you know i want y'all to have an understanding um so growing up i always thought my mom and dad would have got their lives together and fight to get me, my brothers and sister back home. And my dad did rehab. He continued to get arrested. Um, I remember seeing him in a halfway house and he promised me he wasn't going to give up. And my dad wound up meeting his wife. Um, and that moment on, he gave up custody of me. In a heartbeat because his wife felt I wasn't his because I look more like my mom than my dad. Um, he'll be on, we'll be on the phone and he'll have to get off because his wife will walk in the room and ask him who he's speaking to. Now, my mom, my mother, she's been with this man that she's with now since I was 10 or 11 years old. And honestly, I never really liked him because of all the things my mom would tell me he does to her. He, the way he, what he does to her and how he treats her. And honestly, it's been times where my mom will get an apartment. Her goal is to get her kids back. But her man would say no because we were fine. And he wanted his kids to move in. And what I'm getting at is that my parents never saw the best interest of getting their kids back my mom and dad chose their spices over the kids that really needed them the most how do you think i feel being in foster care knowing that my mom and dad is happy living their living their life how do you think i felt when i used to sit in visitation for an hour or two and they never show or when i call they never answer but on social media living their best life how do you think i felt being in a foster home seeing my foster mom happy with her biological kids and have it with her grandkids and I'm over there like the outsider. How do you think I felt for my graduation? No one showed up to see me walk across that stage but my foster mom because she saw the pain I went through for all them years and she knew how angry I was. I was staying in so many school activities to keep my mind off of it because this is my life and I can only imagine how y'all feel. No one fully understands what we go through as foster kids, the pain, the suffering, the guilt, and the anxiety we go through every day. But I'm here to say this. You are not alone. I know how it feels to be wanted and to be loved. Foster parents these days only becoming foster parents for the check. And let's be real, their, their track record ain't looking too good on the other side. I know how it feels to feel like you're in a world alone and 
there's but so many options for us out there. Because like I said, stepping into foster care, we lose our identity. The moment we're placed into a foster home. I understand why people like me feel like drugs and alcohol are their escape from reality. I understand why kids start off in foster care and wind up choosing the streets. I understand why people are scared of love someone because we look at what we've been through and we'll do everything in our power not to feel that pain again. So trust me when I say I get it and you're not alone. I want y'all to know that being a foster care carries a lot of weight. We, what we really want is to be loved and go home and, you know, have our parents just, just be there for us. We want to, like, you know, me being in foster care, I wanted my mom to tuck me in bed every night. But then I think about my lifestyle when I was with my mom, my dad running in and out the house. My mom not really being a mom. My sister raised me. My brothers raised me. And mind you, we was like, what? I was four, three, four years old. My sister was, what, 10, 8, 9, 10 years old raising me. The household I was in wasn't a perfect household, but... One thing I could say was I didn't care about the situation I lived in. I just was happy that I was home. You know, um, my first foster home was my godmother. Come to find out she wasn't even my godmother. She's a social worker. And she treated my sister better than me. I always got the last of everything or... If my sister was able to get one thing, I wasn't able to get it. Or I remember while I was living with her, I never celebrated my birthday on my birthday. I celebrated my birthday on her mother's birthday because, what we was like, what, a day or two apart. I remember one day I didn't want to go to school because I knew my diaper's work was going to pick me up and drop me to see my mom for visitation. But I already knew my mom wasn't going to show up. And I didn't want that disappointment. And I expressed that to my my godmother. And, you know, she didn't care. But I, I got punched dead in my face. Five, six years old. I was told to stop fucking crying and get it together. My second foster home. <laughs> I remember being so sick. Couldn't walk, couldn't eat. My eyes were yellow. I I was weak. I remember I was tired of getting stuck by needles. I was tired of the surgeries, the procedures, the blood transfusions. (laughs) And that lady, I don't even, to this day, 
I just remember us getting into an argument. I was, what, seven, six, seven, eight years old, probably. I remember as I'm sleeping, I heard her footsteps come at my door. <laughs> she climbed on top of me and started choking the life out of me. And the only thing I could do was move, try to get her off me. And the moment I was able to get my feet to where my feet was to my chest, I kneed her in the chest to where she was gasping for air. And I ran out the house. My third foster home, I can say, was one of the best foster homes ever. That lady loves me. She understood the pain. She understood how I felt. One thing I could say about that family, they never treated me any different. They accepted me as theirs. They loved me unconditionally. And I, I, I wouldn't change that for the world. My last foster home. <laughs> I've never been kicked out so many times. I don't know how many times I slept on, on benches and bandos. And once I got tired, I I didn't. I was never taught how to properly take care of myself as a young lady. I was never taught how to be a young lady. I remember one day, I got tired of being tired. I got tired of trying to to get her to love me. I got tired of trying to show her or trying to explain to her why I was so angry because when I expressed it, she felt like it was an excuse and it was an excuse because how can you consider my feelings an excuse or why I act the way I act as an excuse if you never walked in my shoes? I just I just did what I remember my dad did was sell drugs and I wasn't proud of it, but I wasn't hungry at nights, weekends, weeks when I wasn't allowed to come back to the house. I didn't I didn't have to worry about not going to school in clean clothes. I didn't have to worry about her ever getting my hair done because I did what I did the best I could. That was my experience, you know. I remember us fighting and <laughs> we fought so many times that I got tired of fighting her. I just wanted her to understand that how I felt and my anger wasn't towards her. It was the fact I wanted my mom and she thought it was an excuse. I remember she had dealing with two guys and one of the guys said I was not never a part of the family and I already knew that. But when he said that to me face, face to face, 
And she sat there and allowed that boy, because no man would ever sit there and address a child like that. And she just walked away. I remember the time I, I ran away. Because I got tired of getting treated like shit. I, I never, I don't remember the last time she even bought me anything. My Christmas present wasn't even a Christmas present. I don't remember even getting a Christmas present, honestly. My birthday was never a birthday. I don't remember getting shit for my birthday ever. But that one time I cried for help because I got tired being angry. I got tired of feeling bad for myself. I got tired. I just wanted to vent. I just wanted to do therapy and she ignored it. But that moment almost took my life. That's when she took me serious. Being in that home was stressful. You're alone. She never acknowledged me. (laughs) Being in foster care is a full-time job, honestly. The day she kicked me out was one of the best days of my life. Why? Because I didn't have to worry about being kicked out again. I didn't have to worry about her judging me because of who I am. I didn't have to worry about her talking about me anymore because how can you talk about me if you don't you don't you haven't you're not gonna be able to hear nothing about me. I had got a peace of mind. And my advice to y'all today is and I want y'all to know that my experience may not have been your experience, but just know I know the pain y'all feel. I want y'all to know, I understand the hunger y'all have inside of y'all. I understand the betrayal y'all felt. I understand because I lived it. Our situations may be different, but just know I walked in your shoes. I want y'all to look yourself in the mirror every morning and say you are important. Because you are important. You're on this earth for a reason. It's just up to you to find that purpose. So that's the first thing I want y'all to do when y'all go in that bathroom. Or if y'all have a mirror in that mirror in y'all rooms. I want y'all to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am important. You might not be important to the people that you're living with, but you're important to somebody. The second thing I want y'all to say is, I'm doing this for me and not for them. Change for a better you because you want to. Don't let the stuff your foster parents are telling you, the people in schools, the teachers that are telling you, nobody in the street to tell you can't do something. Don't try to sit there and do what you got to do to prove them right. Fuck them. Do it for you and not them. And I want you to know, the third thing I want you to know is that whatever you're going through is only temporary. I said this in the Road of the Redemption. I want y'all in lion mode. 
I want y'all to know that y'all are that seed. Y'all need dirt in order for y'all to grow. Take whatever all the pain, the suffering, the betrayal y'all been through. And I want y'all to use that as dirt so y'all can grow through it, get past it, and become a better y'all. And I want y'all to remember my quote, which is number four. Who I am is everything, but who you think I am is nothing. From this day forward, number five. From this day forward, I want you in lion mode. I want you to I want you to set a goal for a better life for you and I want you to reach for it. We can't change the pain and the suffering we went through, but we can change how our lives are going to turn out to be as men and as women of whatever community you're in. I want y'all to live I want y'all to live for you. And I want you to live your life. And I want you to t- I want you to know the people that let you down the most, that gave up on you when you needed them the most, before you allow them back in your lives, I want you to think about all the good that may come out of it, but then I want you to think of all the bad. Because I don't want to I don't want you wind up in my shoes. Losing your mind, feeling like Having having to get your kid out of home that you was building for them. Because you know something was going to happen when you had enough and you wound up in handcuffs. Says it's myself. My mom let me down for 16 years in my segment, The Letter. My mom let me down for 16 years. 16 years of fucking pain. She let me down for 16 years, and I've been on this earth for 22 years. Y'all do the math. And I allowed them back in my lives, and I think it was bad because all I wanted was my mom. And I wanted up in handcuffs when she was doing me and my kid wrong. I wanted up in handcuffs because she allowed that man to put his hand on my kid. I wanted up in handcuffs. And I would do it all over again for me and my kid. My mom allowed this man to put his hands on me and she sat there and did nothing. I'm sorry. I am tired of people feeling like they could put their hands on me and my kid and think nothing's going to happen. No, this is my house. This is my rules. This is my life. It's your mistake, but this is my life. And I'll be damned if I lose my kid. I'd be damned if I lose everything that everybody worked hard for me to get. My angel that I spoke about in season one, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for her. And I'd be damned if I let two ungrateful motherfuckers that never believed in me, that was never there for me, to take that from me. I don't want y'all walking in my shoes. So if I have a chance... save y'all I'm gonna do that and another thing I want to say I always said I was a reflection of my parents because when my foster mom kicked me out I remember my dad selling drugs like I spoke about it before and I thought it was okay 
I remember my man, my mom. <laughs> I remember my mom choosing bad men in her life. And I thought that's how a man's supposed to treat a lady. I started walking in her shoes. And I bumped up into, I went through a lot. Being locked in fucking basements. Being tortured. Thinking every day was my last day. I remember getting beat on because I wanted to go home. Because I thought that was okay. But I'm here to say this. I'm done walking in their shoes. It's their mistake that they missed out on a great opportunity of the woman that I am becoming today. But it's my life. Because I'm not living for them. I'm living for me and my kid. I want you to have that mindset. It's their mistake that they missed out on an excellent opportunity of seeing what their sons, their daughters are becoming in this world. But it's your life. You don't have to deal with that bullshit. From this day forward, I want you to take care of y'all. I want you to have that master plan of what y'all want to be. It might take years to get it. But if you make small goals into becoming a better you is what this is all about. You don't have nothing else to worry about. You will have nothing else to worry about. And I want y'all to know what y'all feeling is normal. You're entitled to feel how you feel. You have the right to be mad. You have the right to speak your mind. But also you have the power to change your life. For a better you. You also have the power to make something out of yourselves. You also have the power to pick and choose your path. Where you want to take it. Where you want to wind up. You have the power to break your parents cycle and what I mean about that you don't have to live that lifestyle take what you can from the system I'm not saying use it and abuse it take the opportunities that they're giving to you take it Take whatever course y'all need to take. It's becoming a better y'all. Y'all don't need a degree to be happy. Get a certificate. Live with that certificate. Make sure y'all do something that y'all love to do. And don't say I love selling drugs because you're living in someone else's footsteps and it's not your life. You don't want to do it. You're doing it for the moment. Become something in this world. Know that you are important. And know that you're not alone. Because you're not alone. I just want y'all to know. That everything is going to be okay. Y'all continue to support me. I'm going to get to where I'm sitting with New Jersey commissioners. I'm in every Dyfus meeting. Fighting. Free all. And I'm not going to stop till I get there. Because if I could change one person's life, I know I'm going to be okay. But my goal is to change the whole aspect of the whole foster care system. My goal is to change the way foster parents think. I want them to know the pain that we feel every fucking day. That is my goal. 
as Mooka TV. I don't want to see another kid suffer another day. Homes that need to be closed, I will promise y'all. As long as I have breath in me, I'm going to fight until I get there. But I want y'all to remember, it's their lives. This is your life. And remember, we have the power. That's the, that's the strong word. A powerful word is power. It's their mistakes, but it's our lives. And remember my quote, who I am is everything, but who you think I am is nothing. I said I to say this, keep your head all high, know your worth, and continue to be you. And bookings are opening, so book me at mochatv at gmail.com. Until next time, stay safe.